Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking, where we are in season 13 entitled The ABCs of Winning the Mental Game. At the Selking Performance Group, we help individuals, teams, and organizations really understand and leverage, right? So it's one thing to know something. It's another It's another thing to know how to use the thing to make greatness. And that's what we want to help people do here at Selking Performance. We work with sports teams, with business organizations, again, with individuals and with teams um, to help them bring to light mindset and leadership. So how do we build a system of human high performance? And then how do we teach people inside of that system how to unleash their individual excellence on a more consistent basis. And this season of the podcast is dedicated to, first and foremost, my beautiful baby girl, Eliana Bell. That's kind of where we came up with the title for the season, the ABCs, kind of from a childlike standpoint. Um, but the content is not meant to be just for children, right? It's, the content is meant to be um, some of the fundamentals of what we know it takes to be great as a person in this world today. And a call back to all of us integrating these fundamentals in terms of how we show up on a day-to-day basis, because that's what we see in the work that we do through our company, is that there are people and there are organizations who are willing to do what it takes to get what they say that they want, and then there are those that aren't. And then there are those that try to make it way too complicated to actually get what they want, and so they spend their time and their wheels spinning versus actually putting it into action and getting things done. And so that leads us to the letter of the alphabet that we are on today, which is W. And guess what W stands for? W is for work. The work that it takes that we have to put in to get the results that we want. And so let me start with the definition of work because this will ground our conversation and understanding of what we're talking about. Because in society today, we hear work, right? And people, one, think negative or grind or that it's you know this labor with no purpose and it's hard. And yes, it's hard, but listen to the definition of work. The definition of work is engagement in physical or mental activity in order to achieve a purpose or result. Why people have a negative connotation of work today, I think, is because their work that they put in, the effort is more of spinning their wheels versus directed toward a purpose or a result, an achievement that they are chasing. They've never really thought about why am I laboring physically or mentally on a day-to-day basis for something? And again, as human beings, we are wired to operate with purpose, out of purpose, out of intent. The episode last week, we talked about V is for vision, right? Without vision, people perish. What is the vision that you have for your life, for your team, for your organization? Because that vision, then, like we said last week, drives the work that you do on a day-to-day basis, and it makes that work meaningful. It makes the hard days easier to go through. Work isn't always fun, but man, when it has a purpose and we know what the end is meant to achieve, all of a sudden we can do a lot more of it. We can be much more purposeful. We can be much more joyful. We can kind of laugh off some of the stuff that doesn't go our way. We can pivot more quickly when we realize that the work that we're doing is not actually achieving the results that we're after. And listen, the, the, the purpose of your work doesn't have to be to change the world. It could be to provide money for your family so you can eat. It can be to help you get out of debt. But again, most people haven't clarified the purpose of their work. 
And so they work with no end and they spend whatever they, they, the output of their work frivolously. And again, therefore, it doesn't have a sense of meaning. It doesn't drive human high performance. And again, when I say human high performance, don't get lofty on this stuff. Get pragmatic on this. When I say human high performance, it could literally be to feed your family, to get out of debt, to change the trajectory of generations of your family that might have been in poverty. But again, when you know what your work, what your daily grind is toward, then all of a sudden you start to steward every aspect of your work with more intentionality. The money output, the relationship output, the opportunity output that your mental or physical activity is having, you start to have it be directed towards the same goal on a consistent basis. And all of a sudden, those little pieces start to add up. You've heard me say before, action creates traction. But if we're just action towards all different ends, it's never giving us traction in one direction. That's why clarifying the purpose or the results that we're chasing is so important because it allows our work to accumulate towards a certain end. And and I think that people, you know, so that's one aspect of ways of thinking about work. The other is sometimes I think we underestimate the amount of work that it takes to really be great at something. And, And so that's one element to know that like maybe if this is you, like if you're frustrated because you're not where you think you're supposed to be at your career, um, or or in your organization, I man, really check yourself. Have you put the amount of work in? You know, some some research shows us that you know it's ten thousand hours, ten years, or ten thousand hours. Erickson's you know theories around what what excellence really takes, and now those have been refuted in different ways. But the whole point of it takes time to become great at what we do. Have you really put in the work to be great? When we see elite athletes, professional athletes being creative and having these amazing feats, it's not by accident. It's by work that they've put in consistently towards a goal that they're chasing about the fundamentals. So that's one side of the spectrum of people that don't really know how much work it takes to be great. Let's move to the other end of the spectrum because we see this a lot in our work with high performers too. They overwork. They're actually working so much that it's having, have you heard of the law of diminishing returns? This law states that like sometimes when you get to a point, your returns actually start to go down versus up because they're now diminishing. The amount of work that you're putting in is no longer helping you. It's actually starting to hurt you. As athletes, we see this a lot. They overwork, they overtrain, and their bodies start to actually break down. And now they're not capable to deliver their best on a consistent basis because they haven't given themselves time to recover. We talked about that. R is for recovery in that episode the understanding that recovery is part of the performance process. And we actually have to allow our minds and our bodies time to recover so that we can get the law of exponential return, not diminishing return. And so if you're working just to work and you get in the habit of working so much that your relationships are starting to to be a little lackluster. People don't feel like you care about them, that you can't even be present at dinner or at a conversation or you miss all your kids' games because you got to work. Like, do you really have to work or are you not using your time wisely? This is the habit. Just like we can get in the good habits, we can get in bad habits. Aaron and I went through a season of six years of work. And and, and now we didn't know it was going to last six years. (laughs) We thought it would be shorter than that. 
But we knew that we were in a season of life before kids that we could work ridiculous hours, days, nights, weekends, it didn't matter. And we knew that season was for a season. And so, but we checked in frequently. Hey, are you okay? Am I okay? Are we okay? Is our relationship okay? Given the amount of hours that we're working, given the amount of time that we maybe spent apart. And in that constant communication allowed us to check in to say, no, this work is still giving us the returns that we thought it would, right? In terms of influence, in terms of impact, in terms of laying a foundation for our careers. But guess what? Ellie's now in the picture and this is a new season for us. And so we've shifted. We're not working 24 hours a day every day anymore. We've dedicated, we've, we've downshifted, we've reallocated our time. We've been more intentional with what we allow our time to be spent on, knowing that we're never getting this season of life with her back. Is it work? Yeah. Raising a baby. If you've got kids, you know babies are work. It's a different kind of work, but man, it is physical and mental activity in order to achieve a purpose or a result, right? That's what we're doing with her right now. It's different. And so I just want to challenge that at you. If, if you're on that side where all you do is work, that's fine. And there's seasons where that's needed, but just be real with yourself. Is it the priorities in your life that are really important that you're applying that physical and mental activity toward? Or are you actually having the law of diminishing returns? I remember when I was in college, you know, there would be people that would pull all-nighters studying and then they'd go straight to the exam. That didn't work for me. I knew that there was a period of time where sleep was more important to me than more hours that I was investing in reading or staring at a page. Right. And so you have to know yourself well enough to know when is my work having diminishing returns and how can I reallocate my time, energy, and attention to other things that will actually allow me to deliver my best on a consistent basis. So there's a really cool Chinese proverb that says, and I'm sure you've heard that this before, but it says, Those who say it cannot be done should not interrupt those doing it, right? Doing the work. And I think that for all of us, And I see it in organizations and I see it in people. Everybody wants to talk about what they want to do. They want to make plans. They want to have forecasts. They want to do all of these things. But they're often so afraid to just start. Do the work. Do the work. Get going. Engage in the physical and mental activity that it takes to achieve a purpose or a result. W is for work and your championship mindset training for this week is to identify what are the physical and or mental activities that I need to start engaging in immediately to achieve the purpose or result that I'm after. Stop talking about it and start doing it. You will learn a lot in the process, which will allow your work to have even more impact to get you further faster in what it is that you're trying to accomplish in this life and in this world. And trust me, we need it. We need your greatness. We need your work. So get to work. Let's go get it this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Listen, let us know how you're working. What are you working toward? What is the work that you're putting in towards that desired result or purpose that you're chasing after? Let us know on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Champ Mindsets and on Facebook and LinkedIn at Selking Performance Group. And then let us know if we can help you along in your work, either through one-on-one performance coaching or maybe a keynote address for your organization 
to inspire more purposeful work of your team members um, that's directed and dedicated so that you can accomplish more and more positive impact and influence in this world and chase the performance metrics that you're after as a team or an organization as well. And you can check out all those services on our website at Selking Performance Group or shoot me a message uh, directly at drselking at selkingperformance.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. You've been listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking. And from the locker room to the boardroom, I just want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset.